You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Today, we are going to have a debate. What? Brandon, uh, Brandon Chase and myself. What side am I on? Well, you get to choose. So <laughs> okay. we're going to talk, we're going to debate luxury backpacking versus ultralight backpacking. Which is better? I should probably choose ultralight because I know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> sounds about how, right. I think that's how it works. <laughs> Is that how debates go? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. When I was in school, I had a debate in uh, in an Arctic and Alpine environments class. We had to debate climate change, whether it was real or not. And that was uh, about 35 years ago. So yeah. that was... Which uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, anyway, so they the teacher <laughs> had us raise our hands. Who here thinks that climate change is real and who here thinks that it's fake? And if you thought it was fake, that you can't do that. You can't do that to the kids. Well, so he was like, he's a, a hardcore proponent of climate change. And um, anyway, he had us raise our hands. And if we didn't believe in it, then he wanted us to debate why it's real. He wanted us yeah. to study the other side of the topic. And if we did believe <clears throat> believe in it, then he wanted us to study the other side of the topic and then have a debate. How'd it go? Carnage, right? Like everybody hates everybody. Well, so, <laughs> you know, the, the debate actually was interesting. I, by the end, we were all just like, well, I don't know if it's really not like both sides, <laughs> both sides were really good. But then the teacher being like a pro climate change guy, he's like, all right, great debate. Now let me tell you the truth. It's real. And then <laughs> yeah. just like went off on why it's real. And, and, uh, there were, so, so we're not talking climate change. No, today. we're not. We're okay. not debating climate okay, change. Okay, we're talking. Uh, I I prefer luxury backpacking. Yeah, so you can you can argue that one. I will haul sixty pounds. And you I are prefer an ultra lighter. Yeah, definitely. Chase. And I love both. It just kind of depends. I like I like doing both. Okay, I also incorporate the use of a third party. Mm. My dog. Yeah. Who has a pack <laughs> and he carries, and carries his own food and my flask with <laughs> rum <laughs> and an extra headlamp. Like, I'll, I mean, I'll use the space, you yeah. know, like the dog doesn't oh, yeah. mind. So, Might as well. Um, the more stuff we can pack it. Now, when you say luxury backpacking, I don't take uh, like llamas or, right. uh, or horses. Well, or horses. You, you or take whatever. a dog, it's pretty but much the same pack, thing. I take a pack dog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. see, that's that's smart luxury backpacking. I could get more behind that <laughs> than just your traditional luxury backpacking. Though I do that. Uh, one thing I've I thought 
I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, as everything was going like really lightweight, going from heavy to real lightweight, I thought, this is awesome because now you can carry a bunch of luxury stuff without completely dying. Because before, if you wanted to carry a camp chair, they had crazy creek chairs and everything else was so heavy that, I mean, if you really wanted to carry that that level of luxury, even just a camp chair, your pack was probably already 50, 60 pounds or something. And, and now we've got way more comfortable chairs that weigh even less and ultralight tents and all that stuff. So I found a pair of my grandpa's 50s era packable chair stools and they're made of metal. <laughs> I saw they're, you I saw you demoing those the other day. I demoed them. Yeah. They're great. They're very small. You it barely fits my my half a bum on there <laughs> right. like they're, you know, but and they're heavy for the size because they're made of metal. Right. Yeah. So we've come a long way. And you can go in the backcountry and be pretty comfortable. And I take 60 pounds, but I'm also a horrible packer. So um, I could probably be just as comfortable with even less weight. Yeah. But for instance, a luxury item of mine, and I'm probably looking to downsize a little, a little bit, but I really like the space. And that's a two-person onion with the... Uh, the GT with, with the, the vestibule. vestibule. With the vestibule. There's no reason ever to have that much space for one person. Right. And I will use it for one person all the time. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. It's spacious. It's t- very, sp- the dog hangs out in the vestibule. He has his space. I have my space, you know, like it's very nice for both of us. Right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And how heavy is that? Like four pound and tent? The two GT. Yeah. It's probably five, five and a half, somewhere in there. Not light. Not not, not a, ultra not light. light compared to Three today's pounds. standards. Two, Back two in the day, half, that yeah. would have been like super light, but not really. But durable. It can take a beating. It's very comfortable. I do enjoy the size for even, even as a solo backpacker, although I am looking to shave a couple of. So luxury, and then you can go luxury light, right? which would be a similar tent, only one person, and drop a couple pounds. Right. Yeah. And now, like MSR, for example, has the Hubba Hubba Tour and some of the other tents that they have that have, like, huge vestibules on them that are big enough to fit a bike almost or or you can sleep a couple of dogs outside of your tent or whatever, have a ton of storage, and they're still pretty lightweight, sub four pounds. But you we're buying luxury sleeping bags and tents and pads that aren't super heavy these days. Right. So you have to try extra hard to go lightweight. Right. Yeah, definitely the gap. Lighter than what you're already buying. Right. Sorry. No, you're good. Definitely the gap between ultralight and lightweight luxury has gotten much smaller. Um, You know, the reason why I wanted to debate this, I was having a a bit of a debate with my father-in-law because we're going to be going up to the Wind Rivers in a couple of weeks. So it's mid-September right now, September 17th as we record this. And at the end of the month, we're going (coughs) to the Wind Rivers. And I wanted to do an ultralight trip. We're not taking the kids, so I wanted to go super super ultralight and cover a ton of ground hike a lot of miles each day 20 plus miles each day and just like cover a ton of ground well my father-in-law's 
style of backpacking. His preferred style of backpacking is luxury, lightweight luxury. And he would rather hike in 10 to 15 miles the first day and make camp and leave camp there, do day hikes and fish and all that stuff and see a bunch of country, but not carry a pack every day. Yeah, so don't do the other way. That sounds awful. What, all of the miles every day? Yeah, your way. I'm (laughs) taking the father-in-law's side on this. That sounds fantastic. I'll take Greg's side on this. So, and the way that he does it, the day the first day in is not that easy because he's carrying you know 45 pounds something like that 50 pounds maybe but we hike 12 13 14 15 miles in and that's a big day that's with a that much really weight. big day yeah um but he feels like you know what i can suffer through it for a day and then have luxury comfort the rest of the time on our trip and um so what does he bring that that's luxury extra food um he brings a a camp chair um he'll bring just extra clothes maybe a, a more comfortable tent and and that's the thing is it's not like he's he goes way over the top um but he just brings a couple of extra things just in case he usually brings a bunch of extra so he's smart candy bars a <laughs> bunch of extra food just just in case yeah and you know what I find is when I go with him, I'm often saying, hey, Mark, did you bring this by chance? Because I forgot <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've got that. I've got that. And, and I'm he, always. If he's like me, he packs a lot of it back out. Yeah. So yeah. That's, um, it's perfect. If you go ultralight and he goes luxury, you're basically going luxury, <laughs> too. But right. you're not carrying the weight. Right. Um, he always <laughs> has the extra, like, um, the extra stuff just in case. When I go ultralight, I leave it at home. And then when I want it and I don't have it, it's just like, well, whatever, I'll do without it. And it's usually not that big of a deal. I pare down my first aid kit, and if I get a scratch or get, get a cut or whatever, it's like a little bit of super glue on it to fix it instead of, or I, that's a bad example maybe, but um, my first aid kit is quite tiny. Instead of taking a water filter, I take little water purification tablets. And so I save a pound there. Um, instead of, for example, when my wife and I go, I suggested, hey, let's take two pads and one sleeping bag. We'll unzip the sleeping bag, lay it over us like a blanket, like a double white blanket or whatever. And then we can save ourselves the weight of a, one of the sleeping bags. And in my mind, that sounds great. I'm a cuddler. It works out awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I want my space. Don't touch me at night. <laughs> so we're still debating that one back and forth. I think we'll probably end up with two sleeping bags. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm, that's... I'm rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I like to... Like, I think it's really fun. I've, I haven't done... I'm not like a hardcore ultralighter. I've done some ultralight trips where I start... I do a week with 20 pounds or less starting out. And it's amazing how fun it is to be able to hike 15 or 20 miles, 15 miles a day and have it be easy. And to just like trudge down the trail like you're wearing a day pack and you're that staying is a drawback. out there for days. Yeah, and I just sort of assume that that's how you do it is you suffer right. day one <laughs> a little because it's heavy and your hips hurt and you're not used to it because you right. don't do that every day for work, most of us. And then... You get to camp and you set up and you got all the things, right. all the things in the camp. Um, and then you do your day hikes from there. Out. Right. But you want to, if you're through hiking, 
that may be a different scenario. Yeah. yeah if you're carrying your pack every day, then it's even more important. Packing up camp every day. Lightweight. Hmm. Yeah. And that's what kind of what we're trying to debate. Do we hike into a central location that has great fishing all around us, has really good views, and then just do day hikes yes. each day? Or no. do we try to just cover a ton of ground and, like, because we were thinking maybe we'd start at, like, the Elkhart Park Trailhead. You should stop and smell the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> We were thinking that maybe we could do like a 50 or 60 mile through hike in, in four days of hiking. That sounds great. That's a different agenda. And, but it's, to, if you go lightweight, That's the it's de- totally So the debate doable. is less on the, it's more, okay. More now you're the, talking about a trip versus the gear. Right. But, but the gear, I mean, depending on what style of trip we want to do, which uh, there are, are different gear requirements. Would determine the gear. Yeah. Because there's no way we're going to hike 15 plus miles each day, four days in a row, if we're carrying 50 pound packs. So if you're going to go from point I'm A to not, point B and to. it's 60 miles, that's going to change. Like, uh, yeah, I don't want to be carrying. But if we're going to go, if we're going to go short ways in, short meaning eight to 10 miles, right. um, set up camp, hang out for two days, and then back, pack it back out, oh, luxury all day long. Right. Yeah, and I'm on, I'm yeah. with you on that, um, but so but I mean so for example, so my father-in-law he's like no I don't I don't want to hike every I don't want to carry my pack every day I don't want to do a through hike I just want to stay in camp. My wife and I are like no let's try this through hiking thing and see how it goes. I've done it before I know it's super fun. He doesn't he, he's probably done it before as well but I don't think he's ever done a ultralight. He calls it hunting. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So. <laughs> ultralight hunting <laughs> yeah yeah so, so chase you've done the yes. through hiking thing a little bit little bit you've done but <clears throat> you go lightweight all the t- quite often and stuff so and you've also done the heavier style of backpack definitely have so, done the heavier stuff <laughs> so your your preference is going lightweight yeah what are yeah. your arguments for that why is that well you can cover ground more ground um exactly like you said you're taking basically a day pack um, you're not near as exerted. You can go, you can bag, you can you hit a pass and the pass isn't super taxing. Um, it's just, it's, I just think it's so much more fun to not carry 150 pounds on your back and just walk lighter. And it, it's more enjoyable to me. You're not suffering as much when you're cruising through these incredible Alpine areas, you can stop and smell the roses and you don't have to feel like, Oh, let's take my pack off. Let's take a break and take my pack off. I can hike all day and take my pack off for lunch, and that's absolutely it, and be totally fine. I don't have to take a break every half hour to take my pack off because it's so heavy. Just the whole, everything about it, lightweight, just appeals to me. And I, I don't feel like I lose out on many luxuries. For me, one of the luxuries that I do not miss out on is a Helinox chair. I take a, a Chair Zero Helinox chair every trip I go on. And I can still have a sub 20 pound pack easy. So there's still luxuries when I go out with my friends that don't go ultralight and I'm going ultralight. I don't feel like I'm like, oh, I wish I wish I had that or I had that. I so what do you sacrifice? Right um, I think people take too many clothes for one. Yeah. Um, I don't take eight pairs of underwear and a whole bunch of socks. I take two pairs of socks, one to hike in, one to sleep in. Um, and then like 
a few layers. I, I don't need all these different layers and multiple coats and multiple jackets. So that's I think a huge. Yeah, I'm one an over. Clothing. I'm an overpacker on the jackets. Yeah, you, I, I know gotta that. look good back there. <laughs> gotta look. You know, gotta get a good Instagram. Yeah, Insta- Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish I cared more about that because I could take some really good Insta pictures if I did. Mm. Yeah, no, I I really I'm like yeah, but if it's this temperature and this. If it's gonna, it might rain, but I don't know. Exactly. But so, I really like wearing flannels around camp. So maybe I'll pack a flannel <laughs> instead. Example <laughs> A, I don't yeah. take a flannel because flannels are heavy. So like- They look good around they camp. They look good around yeah. camp. So that's that's one of the things is I don't really, I, I would love to have a flannel at camp. That'd be great. But I'm almost as comfortable in a down puffy that's lighter weight and packed smaller. So like my a down puffy I think can be used in so many different applications throw a rain jacket on top of it if it's raining so it's just finding one piece of equipment they can or one piece of apparel that can serve multiple purposes for me that's been one way that i've significantly cut down on my weight um is not taking extra clothes where'd you serve a mission uh the netherlands yeah. in belgium yeah i was thinking holland i'm like what's the other name yeah. so uh i think i mentioned this guy before we went hiking with this guy from the netherlands and the u.n is once and he basically brought a t-shirt shorts like tennis shoes and a jacket like that's all you need that was it <laughs> he, that that's that was everything and i'm like okay all right well look i'm overdressed <laughs> in my in my rain pants and rain jacket and everything you know he put a poncho on when it started raining and then i mean it was he had a smile on his face the whole time so yeah you can I am very the opposite, though. Mm-hmm. I, I put I have all the things. And then I try to, on my pack, I'm like, well, if it get hot, you know, where do I, where do I put this? If it's cold, I need easy access to this jacket. I should probably pack my gloves. <laughs> I have gloves, a beanie, like all the things. Yep. Yep. Overpacker. You are. You're right. But that's okay. You're into luxury. I am. I don't like hiking towards a peak or in the rain with cold hands. So I got these heavy OR gloves that I put in there. Like, yep. Yeah. Well, there you go. So when customers come into the store and they want to go ultra light or they want to lighten their pack, um, and they always come in and, you know, most people go backpacking once or twice a summer. They're not usually going every other weekend or mm-hmm. something like um, some of us do, Chase. And, um, and so they come into the store and they're like, I need to lighten up my pack. Um, so they're looking for lighter weight options of everything they take normally. It's like, okay, that'll get you from 50 pounds to 35 pounds and it'll cost you $2,000. <laughs> exactly. Like let's first talk about what is it that you take and what, it, what things can you just leave at home? Because that'll get you from 50 pounds to 25 pounds without spending any money. And clothes and food. Or a big part of that. Or maybe mm-hmm. maybe 50 pounds to 30 pounds, but... Yeah. If, yeah. Well, or 50 pounds to 35 pounds without spending money, then you lighten up the other stuff, and now you're to 25. I mean, if you got a synthetic bag that's really heavy, or you have a really, like, an older tent that's really heavy, that, that would make a big difference. But I think, like, you, I think that's a great, a great advice. What are you taking that you could probably leave at home? Right. I think food is, food is probably one of the more difficult ones because you have to have it. Right. And it's not necessarily that light. And I think it's one that someone who's just getting into backpacking 
it's it's hard to say like you need to take this much food and this much food because everyone eats a different amount of food everyone exerts a different amount of energy when they're backpacking for instance when we went, when we went and did the teton crash trail i had been backpacking a lot and so i took a massive amount of food because typically i'm burning four or five thousand calories a day or whatever backpacking and on this trip we moved so slow that i wasn't hungry the whole entire trip mm. and so it's it's knowing how fast paced you're going to be moving what's your calorie consumption and that's going to come in my opinion with time and and more backpacking probably one of the last places you want to cut back on weight because you don't want to be in the backcountry with no food but that's one that really as you backpack more and what if you're going luxury i mean if you're going luxury typically people take more food i feel like when i go luxury backpacking i take less food because i'm burning way less calories i'm not as hungry at night i can get into camp and share a meal with someone where if I'm going ultralight and we just covered 20 miles, I'm going to eat that whole dang meal by myself. So that's mm-hmm. one that I think is probably almost harder to like narrow down as you're just getting into backpacking air on the heavier side and carry that weight out. Cause you don't want to be, you don't want to end your trip really cause you're out of food, but yeah. Yeah. Food rant. Yeah. I, um, I agree with you for the most part. I, I've always, you know, what I usually do is I I take what I think is going to be enough food to get me by, not like, not super comfortably, but just enough to get me by. And then I usually will take like a half of a half a day of additional food on top of that. So I'll like plan out all of my meals for for the whole trip. And then I add like an extra breakfast and lunch worth of food and snacks and stuff like that. So then I'm feel like if I've, you know, if I pack too light, I've got a little bit of leeway. But the one thing that I, I realized when I was a teenager is that, um, I'm trying to remember, I had an experience one time where I, I had to go without food because of bad planning or I think a trip that we went on that we expected to be a one day thing turned into like a three day epic or something like that. And we just, didn't have enough food. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> and uh, wait, wait, Greg, having an epic. epic. <laughs> um, so, but I realized, like, you can once your body gets into ketosis and you get through like the major bonk phase, you can go a long time without ever needing to eat. I mean, you could hike a hundred miles without eating a single bit of food, just from your body using its own stored fat and energy and stuff I like that. I could probably walk a few thousand with what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> going to that right now. <laughs> but, um, and so I realized like in that instance, like I can go with a lot less food than I think I need. Cause I, and, and so I started doing that as a teenager, I would start taking less food and I would just hike more. And I got used to just hiking on less food. And then I got into, um, endurance sports and I got in the habit of feeding myself every 30 minutes when I'm like high exertion well, biking and all that stuff. A good point. I think, and I think you're the one who taught me this because I started during hiking. I almost have a stopwatch, like a timer that's uh, drink every 15, like a sip of water every 15, and then snack every 30. And it feels like, and, I, and by snack, I mean like a string cheese, a beef jerky, um, not, nothing big, you know. But a snack, yep. a grab of uh, 
uh, what's the trail mix, trail mix or whatever. Um, yeah, you do that every thirty. Feels like you can just go, keep right. going and go. You and you you stave off that bonk, but then you got to plan for that as far as weight goes. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. So I got into I got into um, sort of this endurance. Like I was biking, I bike racing and and other things, trail running, and so I was doing all these races and. I got my body trained to needing a carb boost every 30 minutes or so. And then I, I kind of got, for a while I was used to how my body felt in ketosis and, and I was fine going for half a day without eating anything and it didn't bother me. But after a while, after years of bike racing and other things, I got to the point where I couldn't do that anymore. If I went more than like an hour without eating some sort of carb I would just like I'd bonk and um, it took me a while to sort of get myself out of that cycle again and the way I did it is I would go for two-hour trail runs and without taking any food or water with me and if it was a hot day I'd take water but I wouldn't take any food and I would just I did that and I'd bonk I, for the first week or two it just sucked but after a while I got used to it and now I can just I can eat breakfast and hike the whole day till dinner without really, without it really bothering me. I can take less food that way. And then I usually have a pretty decent sized dinner so that I've got some energy to, and calories to keep me warm at night. But I really don't need that much as far as snacks go. But I had to train my body to be able to function that way. I, I have to have coffee. <laughs> so I bring, like th- these are the luxury items that so you, you can do, you don't have to have. Can do without so um yeah coffee a nice camera can be a luxury item sure uh, binoculars depending on who, what you like so these are things that add weight that you pro- you don't need you don't have to have right you have to have you don't have to have shelter i guess you can cowboy camp but yeah uh sleep, would, sleeping bag's nice <laughs> i would recommend a shelter yeah yeah lightweight shelter but I, and I love having a space or a big enough shelter that I have room to sit underneath the vestibule and just look out. Right. Which is nice if it's raining or something. But Yeah. I, I think it's super nice to have a big enough vestibule that you can store your gear, especially if it's wet gear. You kind of lay it out a little bit, store your gear, be able to uh, cook in the vestibule if it's raining and all those things. With ultralight tents, you generally give up some of those luxuries. Um, we, we just took the kids backpacking over the weekend and it was, uh, super, we took the Hilleberg four person Hilleberg. It was super nice to have that huge vestibule to just throw all of our stuff out and have our sleeping area free of clutter. Um, but it was eight pounds to carry that thing in seven and a half pounds, something like that. So, I mean, there's, but dad's carrying it. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Bring all the stuff. (laughs) Um, so I don't know that we've necessarily swayed anybody one way or the other, I think, but there's some things to, to consider, I guess, when, when you're looking at your backpacking trips that you have coming up and are you, do you want to cover a lot of miles? Think about going ultralight, leaving some stuff at home, not taking the extra clothes, maybe, maybe trimming down, um, the luxury items. And you might just find that you're way more comfortable and have a much more enjoyable time if your pack weighs 25 pounds versus 45 pounds. Mm-hmm. If you're base camping it, 
eh, maybe suffer for the day, take some extra luxuries, suffer on the way in for the first day, but then have a great, comfortable, awesome trip the rest of the week. Just kind of up to what you're doing, I guess. Um, on the next, on one of these next episodes, we're going to talk about some of our favorite luxury items that you can add to your your backpack that aren't going to add a ton of weight. They're not going to weigh you down, and um, because with technology and with the cool stuff that's out there, you really can have a really luxurious and comfortable camp without really adding much weight. So we'll talk about that. Yeah.